my fellow Americans, our long national nightmare is over. That's right, everybody. The Productive Conversations podcast is back from break. We are getting closer to 100 episodes, and we have some incredible shows for all of you. My name is Matt Brown. Allegiant Stadium just lost the loop. Becky Lynch is back. And let's start the show. Roman Reigns will repay. It is indeed Roman Reigns, just like it. Everybody, the world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Monday, August 23rd, 2021, and we have a great show for all of you. As the summer comes to an end, we are all getting ready for the fall. We're trying to get away from that Delta variant, and we're just trying to live our best life here. So I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media we're on instagram at productive conversations podcast we're on twitter at prod convo pod we're on tiktok at productive conversation so how are we doing today a couple weeks to go in august then it's september and we are heading into the fall the best time of the year especially because the podcast is born in the fall now but the leaves are changed going to be changing soon the weather is going to be crisp and cool and collective and we're going to be relaxing, hopefully, with the Yankees making some big moves. Oh, my goodness. The NFL will be here before you know it. College football will be here before we know it. And we have a lot to be prepared for and excited for. Plus, we are only two shows away from the 100th episode, which is a week from today. Today's show's Thursday show and then show 100 on August 30th, uh, hopefully as planned. But we are excited for that. My week off was very, very relaxing. I went to Jersey to see my buddies. Of course, we got lit at the Ashford. I got to see the Yankees and Red Sox last week i mean yankees just kicking ass since then i got to go to the tuesday game the night game of the double header with home runs from void and stanton and stanton has been raking some huge huge moves for us i mean gallo's been good rizzo's been good void's been good the pitching has stepped up judge has been good if you're a yankee fan right now Enjoy the ride. We were in a legit hellhole a couple months ago, but the Yankees have been turning the page since Gallo and Rizzo have joined the team, and they have really reinvented themselves. Shouts to Cashman, shouts to Boone, and we have a lot to be thankful. Looking forward to that. And, of course, we're going to be paying close attention to the end of the uh, pennant races we have going on. I think the Yankees are good enough to make a push in the playoffs now with the improvement of the starting pitching. As long as the bullpen can hold it down, which is obviously our weakness, there's nothing to worry about. You know, seeing some... We're seeing some huge improvements with Lawazica coming back. Chad Green has been holding it down. Hopefully Chapman can get his effectiveness back and then the Yankees will be 
enjoying an October run. Hopefully, we'll be covering all of that again. But yeah, lots to do, lots to talk about. And the big thing that brings us back for our 98th show today wrestling it was one hell of a weekend in wrestling everybody aew made its big move with the return of cm punk of course we get into that with the productive conversations wrestling crew and then again you have SummerSlam on a saturday night in august i was watching it with some buddies kicking it and enjoying life and Thank you, even if I was the very only person who wanted to watch it amongst the people I was hanging out with. Thank you for letting me watch it because it was one heck of a show. And I mean, yes, baby, yes. John Cena, Roman Reigns with an incredible main event. We had the return of Becky Lynch, the return of Brock Lesnar. RK Bro winning tag titles. I mean, what an adventure it was. Charlotte Flair winning her 12th world championship for the women's division. Excitement. Excitement all around during the entire weekend for wrestling. And you know who's coming back to talk all about this insane weekend of wrestling. Anthony Fernandez, a.k.a. AJ the Man. Deron Davis is here. And, of course, Ryan Page, also the host of the Tweet Cap Simulcast. The four of us sat down over Zoom on a nice Sunday night in August, and we reflected on the second biggest event in all of wrestling, SummerSlam, and arguably the most anticipated return of any wrestler in CM Punk. And the four of us had a great sit-down that we are all going to enjoy, experience, and love right now as we are going to talk about SummerSlam 2021 plus the return of CM Punk. So let's get into it right away, ladies and gentlemen. Anthony Fernandez, Deron Davis, Ryan Page, it is your guys' turn once again. Let's talk wrestling. Let's talk SummerSlam. Here we go. be coming to an end but what's great about the end of the summer is this one event and this one event did not disappoint in the world of wrestling and on top of this one event more crazy stuff in the wrestling world took place so obviously we have to talk about it we have the best crew the productive conversations wrestling cool to talk crew to talk about it and well let's just get into it right away first to break down this intense wrestling weekend, let me tell you who's back. We first have Tweet Cap host Ryan Page. What's up, Ryan? What's up, Matt? How you doing? I'm fantastic. Great to see you. We have AJ the Man, a.k.a. Anthony Fernandez. What's up, Anthony? Going on. Happy to be here. Oh, man. So hyped. And we have Debo Davies, a.k.a. Deron Davis. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. You show that pretty face, but I still can't hear you. Can I? Can you try to do that volume real quick? <laughs> we'll fix that in three, two, one. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, concert for New York that got washed out and Anderson Cooper had to do pretty yeah, much five hours by himself. Is that the one that uh, they have that clip backstage? Uh, yeah, Chuck Schumer and Stephen Colbert. 
Exactly. So see, it happens even to the professionals. So we'll fix that real quick. Let me just put that on pause. Give us one moment. I'm so sorry, bro. I've been talking this whole time. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back. See, the great powers of Zoom. But anyways, my man Debo Davies, a.k.a. Deron Davies. What's up, buddy? What up? What up? How you doing? I'm so hyped. I'm glad to hear your voice, especially more now. So let's get into it. As I mentioned, what a weekend for wrestling, guys. Obviously bringing us here because of SummerSlam 2021, the big event in wrestling that took place. And I don't think it disappointed. So lots of storylines to go into it, but let's talk about the big one first. And we can say the big stories in two parts. First, the epic main event. Perfectly titled the best of his era versus the best of all time. Roman Reigns versus John Cena and Roman Reigns retains the title after a nice clean spear after one intense matchup. And of course, you know, the other part of this epic match, but we'll get into it shortly. But guys, first, I'll go leave it open to the floor. What did you think about this main event? Was it worth the hype? Was it intense? Was it what you hoped it to be? Was it underwhelming? I'll throw it to the floor. And we'll start with whoever wants to start with it. But what do you think of John Cena versus Roman Reigns? I'm going to start off because I like this match. I like this match a lot because Roman Reigns is like tearing John Cena up for the first mm. half of the match. And I noticed that it was just like John Cena was just like, oh, roll up pin or like getting off like some cheap shit. And then Roman Reigns is consistently just tearing him apart. And then they had that one part at the end where they were like punching each other. Boom, boom, boom. Mm. Back up. Superman punch. And then um, I, don't, I was, yeah, I was, I was on the. I like this match. This, this, this is my second favorite match of the, of the night. Ooh, okay, okay. Talk to me, AJ. What did you think about this match? You know, I, I can respect it being the second best match of the night because I think we all know which one's the best match of the night. I'm <laughs> curious. But, um, I don't know. Uh, I didn't expect a lot going into it because you know. These guys have the same move set kind of thing, you know what I mean? Same five moves, but it was actually a really good match. It was a really good match compared to like what I thought it was going to be. So I guess it, it was worth the hype. All right. First, when we go to Ryan first, what do you think is the best match that these guys are? I have to, to ask. I have to answer. They can just hide behind second best and I don't get the same courtesy. <laughs> uh, my favorite match of the night was Edge versus uh, Seth Rollins. I thought that was the match of the night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what they were referring to. If you ask me, that's what I thought the best match was. But 100%. in terms of this one, I think that I actually so I like everything that Duran said, I was surprised that John Cena didn't look a little stronger at some point. I thought at some point, like they would kind of do the whole super Cena. I knew he wasn't going to, I guess I did. There was a couple of times I thought Cena might actually like win. And like, there was a weird glitch in the matrix or something, but, um, which is weird to say about John Cena. I thought he might win. Usually (laughs) he almost always does, but I, I was surprised that, I mean, I get they were doing the whole, all I needed is three count. That was like the build up to this match. Is, yeah. I don't have to prove anything to you. I just have to pin you for three seconds. So I get why they did it, but I thought eventually like Cena would get angry and like go super Cena on him. And they didn't really do it. Like I thought they would, but yeah, it was, I thought it was still good. Yeah. Like, yeah I mean, they definitely like right made away. him. Yeah. They definitely made Roman strong the whole time. Uh, I thought at one point, you know, we'd see suddenly Cena got a little too much for Roman and, you know, maybe the Usos or Paul Heyman, someone would really play a big part in the finish, but that's not really what happened. It was, I mean, it was really just Cena was trying to get a three second pin 
Yeah. Couldn't. He just couldn't and then lost. It was a good match, though. Absolutely. And it was, you know, nice, clean, no cheap shots into it. Mm -hmm. A legitimate competition and battle in the match. And, you know, I mentioned this before to Ryan that I thought, well, you have the summer scene of promotion going on. He's technically still signed, I believe, until the end of September. Like, why not right. give him that match? Give him that short 17 reign so it's official. And then you would have Roman, like, destroy him in Extreme Rules. But I guess when they put the stipulation out of nowhere, well, if you beat me, I'm done with WWE. I mean, okay. And uh, <laughs> I think that really gave it away, kind of, but... I mean, it would have made sense logistically, but we, the uh, Roman Reigns streak continues after that epic matchup. And obviously we know what happens at the end after Cena goes in that spear. And I will say that crazy spot with the uh, off the top ropes um, attitude adjustment. You know, you always get everyone always kicks out of the first attitude adjustment and even the second <laughs> one. I thought after the third, well, we must be coming to an end sooner. Just a simple, non-distracted spear. And then as he's on top of him, you hear that music. Dun, 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 dun. And then you see the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar return with his what the Internet's talk about, his new look of the his man bun incarnate, the man bun and beard. I heard one person refer to him as Diesel Santa Claus if he was much <laughs> younger, too. But, yeah, he makes that log trot to the ring. They look at each other. You have the uh, Michael Cole going crazy, having his voice crack and Pat McAfee being the awesome bro he is. And then uh, they just look at each other and Roman just walks out the ring. And I don't know if there is any other footage out there that I didn't see. I don't know um, if anything happened besides just puppet of the crowd. But we have the return of Brock Lesnar. Ryan, I know you were somewhat shocked of this. You thought it might he might come out against a different opponent. I was wondering if you can elaborate on that and talk about the return of Lesnar in general. Shock's the wrong word. I mean, Paul Heyman, right? So there's always shot that had eventually acknowledged that probably. <laughs> but I kind of thought, I mean, everybody really wanted, I, I say everybody because I really wanted it and I'm just assuming, but everybody really wanted uh, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I mm-hmm. thought that was going to be the Summer Slam match, to be honest with you, uh, not the Goldberg thing. So him coming out to, for the Roman thing is, again, a little surprising. But I, I mean, who are they gonna? Who's Roman gonna face? I, I thought Seth yeah. Rollins, but then Seth, we'll we'll talk about Seth Rollins. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess you know after that happened, I should have seen it coming or something. But I just kind of thought that they would try and do the Bobby Lashley Brock Lesnar thing because a lot of people, I, I think, two years ago when Bobby Lashley came back, were really into the idea of that match. Yeah, never um, faced each other in any capacity. Yeah, and they're like very similar in terms of like they both have the uh, MMA background, obviously. Rocks is UFC and is probably a bigger deal to most people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Bobby's like a three time Bellator champion or whatever. So that's, you know, not a joke. Um, so I just, you know, kind of would have been interesting to see that happen. But they went with uh, the Paul Heyman story, which would be weird to have a story centered around Paul Heyman. <laughs> uh, but I mean, they have to be. I mean, obviously, Brock wants the title, but it's got to be Heyman centric. Will he or won't he side with the, what is it, the bloodlines? Is that what they're calling themselves? Yeah, Still? the bloodline. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there. But, uh, yeah, I was I kind of wanted him to fight Bobby Lashley, to be honest with you, because Raw is getting very, very boring. 
<laughs> so uh, Brock Lesnar would have fixed that, I think. You know, WWE with the obvious choice, they just go the complete other direction. So, well, sometimes oh. it's good. It's just, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's not, a, it won't be bad. It's the what, the seventh time we've seen this match? <laughs> yes, I do want to talk about that in the feud. But before we do that, AJ Duran, tell me what you guys thought about when you heard that music and you see Santa Claus come out. I mean, Brock Lesnar come out and is. Toward in his new look, a new era, what he's going to do. What's he going to do uh, without Paul Heyman with his own mic skills? But anyways, what do you guys think of uh, Lesnar coming back? Honestly, I fucked with the hair. I fucked the, I fucked the, fit, the whole thing. I fucked with the whole drip. He looked like a Tekken character. Straight out. <laughs> They've been calling him Goro online. Yeah. But, no, but um, as you were saying before, off camera, I saw his crowd footage. He just beat the brakes off of John Cena suplex, suplex. Oh, he did? Looked off into the camera and then left. That's cool. Yeah, he brought him to Suplex City one more time. (laughs) That's really cool. Oh, I gotta find that. I I I really I legitimately didn't know. I I figured they did something. Well, Well, yeah, they always do a dark a dark segment for everybody who came in in person. But that's really cool. Oh man, nice return, Cena. Can we get Brock versus Cena again first? (laughs) That be the first match. While we around, is Roman gonna get a break? That would make sense, don't you think? I mean, what what I mean, else? I mean, you have all this time until WrestleMania. What else are you gonna do? You're not gonna have uh, Edge know, James James Ellsworth come back. Oh, I, mean, I wonder with that. AJ, would you have any more um, things to add about I mean, Lesnar coming back? I when I saw Roman win, I was really happy, and then I heard that music and Duran smiling because he knows how I feel about Brock Lesnar. I mm-hmm. hate him. I hate him as a champion, <laughs> as a wrestler. He's barely here. All he does is take money and then pop up, and the crowd goes crazy. Yeah. Like, did we not? Did we not forget how long he was champion for and how many times he defended it? <laughs> Why is he back? I like the hair though. The square root of Brock. You have to find out how many days he's champion divided by the number of appearances. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's how many millions he made. Oh my god, <laughs> the cringe. So as we you mentioned, Ryan, we have seen this battle quite a bit but can we say is this feud now have a fresh coat of paint to it now that roman is the heel and lesnar is the face it seems well, that yeah, way. the whole custody over paul Heyman thing that's totally different see if they decide that in the ladder match <laughs> but uh, do you think there's anything to that at least in adding some type of excitement you know is this ollie fraser from their first match to the thriller manila moment even though that's only three times compared to your seven, but um, well, yeah, it's not, it's think? not WrestleMania. So that helps. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like it's one thing to see a match you've seen a bunch of times. It's another thing to see an exact match you've seen a bunch of times. And all of their matches have been, well, actually they had one SummerSlam match too, I guess. Right. Yeah. But still mostly they've been mania matches. So at least this is not that. And it's been a long time. I think maybe not. I don't remember when he left. He, I feel like Brock's been gone forever. Maybe he's at least been gone since WrestleMania of 2020. Yeah, he's been gone forever. I think that was the last time he was honestly since he's so been like, on TV. So a year yeah, and, and then, a half. And he was on Raw, right? Because that was when he lost to Drew. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it so, was. Yeah. So it's so been about a year and a half. Yeah, he wasn't anywhere near Roman then. Mm. So it's been a while. So I'm I'm good with it. Personally, I mean. I wouldn't do it again. I mean, well, well, I shouldn't even say that. Edge, Cena, and Orton, Cena. How long did they run those two? When we were when Forever. we were younger, yeah, I like think, literally yeah. three years worth of fighting. We probably oh. got like several. We got like a 
a high school degree through the entirety of that <laughs> those views. So I mean, Jeez. sometimes it just works. May I ask, though, as you mentioned, Duran, about the Cena getting a dark beating, is this the end of Cena, though? As I mentioned, he is a, at least out through the end of September. I mean, you threw that idea out there. Maybe they have Lesnar Cena first for something to have his contract run out. But even after this run, do you think Cena, this is it? This is like when the Rock like gone for good, good. Maybe he comes back in his, you know, late 40s for one more to get that 17th. But do you guys think this is it? Let me see right now. John Cena is like chiseled out of stone. I feel like he'd go an extra if he wants to. I feel like it's what he wants to do. It's really what John Cena wants to do. Mm. He's 44, by the way. He just disappeared. He could fight. Uh, He could fight John Cena, though. If there's something to do. Remember, John Cena stole his title match. True, true. And broke the law. John Cena changed the way contract laws talk. So <laughs> that's true. You just forgery. have to get your just got to get your hand on the contract. Doesn't matter <laughs> if you're not listed anywhere. Yeah, that would make the most sense. Sign to that have. sucker. You're in. Hmm. But even Final after the fact, you. so I guess we're just gonna see. I saw that they announced that Fast and Furious Ten will be released August 2023. I don't know what happened to Cena's character yet. I haven't seen the movie, but um, I don't Still know. Making those, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, it's our fault. We keep coming to see him. I it's haven't universal. seen one since like the third. <laughs> yeah, just about. Oh man, oh, but man, yeah. After that was over. All in all, main event was a lot of fun. It, I think it really made made it worthwhile. It lived up to the hype, and it's going to be interesting now to see where their stories go. So the next thing I'd like to talk about is uh, why don't we hit it right here? Since it's already people's favorite match in this group, you have Edge versus Seth Rollins and Edge taking it, making Seth Rollins tap out. And, you know, being bringing his throwback with those classic sunglasses. I forgot what they call the barge, the brood, the brood. And um, it was a pretty fun and entertaining match. I would have to agree. We'll start with AJ on this one. Talk to me about your feelings with this match. Um, honestly, as a fan of Seth Rollins, pretty upset, pretty <laughs> upset, you know, but as an actual wrestling fan, I was really pleased with the match. You know I mean? I, me personally, I thought it was the best match of the night. Um, I saw Edge winning, but in my head, I was like, maybe, maybe they can put Seth over. But at this point, maybe give Edge another title match after the whole Brock situation or I don't know, but I don't even know where Seth Rollins goes from here. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he taps. You feel yeah. that, Duran? How'd you feel about it? You felt the same way? No, I, I like the match. No, I, I don't feel the same way. I don't, really, I don't know. <laughs> it was it was hilarious watching his head just bounce off the canvas time after time again. Because <laughs> he, he didn't get in. The, like, he dragged him back to the center of the ring, like, a good four times in that final exchange just to yeah. get that off. I was I, I was dying, bro. And then the last exchange got me. I thought they were gonna I thought he was gonna get curb stomped. I thought Edge was gonna get curb stomped a few times throughout the match. Like when I think he was on the he was on the apron side mm-hmm. and he was stand up and then Rollins was about to go for the I thought he was getting it off clean. Nope. And then there was that what was the final where he like caught it? Yeah, the epic catch. 
in that I great storytelling like, what moment. is that? I was like, what is that? <laughs> no! <laughs> that was like a movie scene right there. I was like, what's It, it really was. And speaking of movie scenes, you got spoiler alert, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you guys seen that? Yeah, great movie. Great movie. I have not, but... Oh, man. Well... You can go ahead. Tell your story. Okay. Well, long story short, Brad Pitt attacks a character like that. He pretty much bam, bam, yeah, bam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought was watching. It's like, wow, he's really be doing Brad Pitt. It wasn't part of time in Hollywood. Just wrong no. with the dog food. <laughs> For the biggest edge head I know, though, Ryan, how'd you feel about your boy and his big finally getting a win in this epic match and his throwback? I know you weren't a fan of the music. I mean, finally. <laughs> I don't mind. They, they played both. I think they made the ramp as long as they did so Edge could have two whole entrances, actually. I've yeah. come to that conclusion. <laughs> the reason why the ramp went down and then like turned and then yeah. went a different direction for some reason, like midway through, was because Edge had to do two whole entrances. <laughs> um, I didn't mind. I was just, I, I said before, I was like, I don't know why they're doing the brood thing. Yeah. I, it was cool, but it really wasn't Edge's group. It was, it was, you know, and they can't even do like brood and shield because. No, only three of the people on either yeah. of those groups work for the company anymore. Exactly. <laughs> Most of the people don't work in WWE anymore. But they did it anyway, and they made the entrance yeah. cool. It was a cool entrance. I liked the brood entrance. I, I was just very. It was kind of weird. Edge was like a lackey. He was a you know he was he was a sidekick in that brood, team, yeah. and so the, all of a sudden he's doing the uh, the brood bloodbath. I was like, he well, was I the don't story. Know if it works long. that way, he wasn't. Well, I guess he was a vampire. Right? <laughs> they were all vampires. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. He was like the Blade Runner vampire. That's why he always had the, the glasses on. But uh, they all were a different kind of vampire. And then they were brothers and then just friends. And then he was Edge. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I'm glad he won. They brought him back and he has he's won, what, one match? Yeah. <laughs> Since he got and the matches. Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. And then he beat, uh, what's his name? The first time. Randy Orton? Yeah. Right. Was it the first one of the times? Yeah, he won the Randy Orton one in the uh, the first one. Then they had that greatest match of all time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I'm glad that he got a win. I do feel bad for Seth Rollins because I don't know what he's supposed to do now. Uh, Nakamura. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Becky needs something. I don't know. (laughs) So you guys really think this is it's slow for him, huh? For Seth, yeah, well, he keeps losing. Lost Cesaro, lost <laughs> he, need, he, needs, he needs to change the character. That's what he needs. What you do you Nakamura? Did you guys like King Nakamura's little little? Uh, they, oh, I missed it. I thought I thought I like I thought Peacock skipped. I was like, oh, okay, Nakamura's coming out, and then and then it was not Nakamura anymore. Then it was a different match. It was, I think, it was the Bianca match, right? Right before the Bianca match. Yeah. I yeah. was like, I was like, okay. So Nakamura came out. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then they went to commercial, fine. Then came back and it was a different match. And I said, did I did it skip? Did I miss something? <laughs> no, he just wanted to come out and say hi, dance with Pat McAfee and leave. <laughs> hey, gotta get your SummerSlam paycheck, I guess. Well, yeah, which is why it'll be him versus Seth Rollins at the next pay-per-view. It's so crazy. <laughs> Nakamura was like royalty down in Japan and WWE's really uh extended. Seth Rollins was like royalty in WWE in 2016. Yeah. You don't want to know if another fun fact, the main event of SummerSlam last year, both people are gone in Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. <laughs> Just a year later, they're both gone. Uh, oh, I, I didn't even think that. of that. 
Isn't that a shame? I couldn't believe it. They it's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Not for them. Well, I guess Braun's got a new job, but. Where did he, did he get signed? I didn't see. I think he's at Impact. Oh, because everyone's going to go there now. <laughs> There's like rumors about Breda AEW. Well, that's every time someone gets fired, which will be a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. For his AEW. When Cena's done, he's he going to AEW. Cena at AEW. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when they said oh, that Jimmy Uso got Jimmy Uso got his uh, DWI, so he can get like, fired and go to AEW. <laughs> wow. Anytime anyone does anything in WWE, it's all to go to AEW. No one wants <laughs> to stay in the biggest company anymore. That'd be silly. Why would you want to do that? He should go. Jeez, because they're not doing anything with him. Yeah. So why don't we hit on Lashley and Goldberg? First of all, they really no one asked for this, and it was pretty predictable. It was boring, nothing, and no finish. They're really extending this um, storyline well, out of any the, of them. They went with the child endangerment thing after the beat of Gageberg. I think that oh. should be his wrestling name. Gageberg. Why, why did Bobby Lashley sleep a little kid? That's just, <laughs> that's just what's what made it for me was when MVP was like trying to put a disclaimer out there on TV, like we didn't know it was a kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In our like, defense, we beat up someone <laughs> who just happened to be really he happened tall. to be underage. He happened to be minor. <laughs> Boy, but we beat like him up not because he was a minor, only because I don't know why. <laughs> no, no, they said like, it wasn't that either. They said it wasn't because he was Goldberg's son. They didn't know he was a kid. He just, he, I think he said he was defending him. So I don't know what it was, but it was. So I thought any, a fan did jump the barricade, actually. They did get me. I was like, what's going on? I didn't see who it was until they choked him out. I was like, oh, it's Gage. <laughs> yeah, when they really, when they really come out, they don't even put a camera on. They don't want to encourage people to yeah. be the mess. But. So, do you, are you guys annoyed from this? Is Goldberg just I is that the special contract he just comes whenever he wants? Are we just wasting each other's time again? Um, how are we feeling about Goldberg and uh, Lashley? Lashley did technically win by referee stoppage, but um, it looks like they're continuing this into Extreme Rules. How do we feel yeah. about this? I don't know. It, was like, it wasn't even like Bobby Lashley was putting on a show. Like Goldberg was like running through Bobby and then he got hit with and they got hit in the leg. Bobby got saved first. Then Goldberg got hit Goldberg got hit in the leg and then he just gave up. Like it wasn't they made Bobby look <laughs> He did kinda of, I mean it was I guess he got hit in the back, right? But it was <clears throat> just a little cane. Yeah, right? like, oh, I'm done. We already passed by five minutes yeah. anyways. Crazy. Uh, was, I, I I thought it was dumb. This might be good for Big E. Life. You think it so? Years off my life. It took years off my life. This match <laughs> took years off of Gage's life. Took <laughs> the hell out of him, man. But um, no. Put that man in jail. <laughs> Gage versus MVP. <laughs> Winner gets a championship. Yeah, no, it's this Dominic Mysterio. It'll be Battle of the Sons. At WrestleMania, this <laughs> is Dominic. <laughs> no, I think that maybe this would be how they get Big E to cash in on Bobby. Mm. Goldberg will run through him again, lose again. Hopefully, hopefully they don't. Hopefully they don't have Goldberg beat Bobby Lashley. Even if they do end up having Big E come in and pin Goldberg, that's still wrong. That's still the wrong thing. To do. <laughs> yeah. They'll still have made a mistake, and there'll be no amount of 
murdering gauge that you can do to make people forget about that will be people will be so mad but if they do have like an extreme rules match that would be a good time to cash in and reunite the new day over on raw right before the draft or whatever yeah <laughs> well so hopefully that's where this is going but don't have a wasted time and even that it? sucks it just sucks a little less <laughs> yo you mentioned gold bro which I liked. Goldberg? Um, just he just for a second said gold bro instead of Goldberg. But speaking oh, of bros, oh, we okay. had the RK bros. They defeat AJ and Omo. Um, I always go wrong. Amos, even though it's spelled almost. Right. It's all. Is it Amos? Almost. Omos? Almost. I think it was Omos. Well, Wait, AJ goes Omos, my buddy Omos, but I don't think he calls himself that. I believe he has a real name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but AJ and Omos end their uh, tag title run up into SummerSlam. The RK Bros take it over. Are we? Do we just like you know? WWE's been criticized lately without having a tag team division whatsoever. Like, I mean, it's almost like they're just straight up ignorant. And uh, now we have another one, uh, another win at them. But um, Rick's happy to see the RK Bros. You think anything's gonna be? of this now championship team until they break off and, uh, you know, you have another one of those, as you mentioned. Uh, and is AJ finally going to be back in the main main um, event picture as another option, or is he just going to hang out with Almos? What do you guys think? I mean, I like RK Bro, actually, so I'm <laughs> fine with them winning, but it's not a real tag team, obviously. The only thing that's more certain than like death is that Randy Orton's going to kick his partner in the head. Just always does it forever. So they'll do that eventually, which would be cool. Um, I'm sure that'll be a good match. I like Riddle. I like Randy Orton. But yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with uh, AJ and Omos there. Omos can't not be in a tag team. I mean, he's big, but I don't know what else he could, you know? Yeah. I don't think he could like, he's not going to be challenging for the world title anytime soon i don't think no um and aj i guess could but they're kind of going with goldberg and bobby lashley and aj is about a quarter of their size Mm -hmm. so i don't think he's gonna find himself in the uh in the title shot with a title shot either Maybe he... I don't know. Maybe they will stay together. I mean, I feel bad because AJ is definitely not a tag team guy. He should be, <laughs> you know, fighting for actual championships. But yeah, not that the tag team's not an actual championship, but you know, it's not. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. But I do like RK Bro. So that was kind of fun to see them celebrate. And I, I like that's really the only thing I like on Raw. To be honest with you. <laughs> Other than them, they kind of suck. Yeah, Charlotte. Randy Orton did a great interview with uh, Caleb Smith from Barstool. You always check that out. The Sunday conversation, you spell S-U-N-D-A-E. He asked him about, I don't remember. I'll remember it later. But anyways, check that out. But uh, do you guys have anything you guys are hyped to see RK-Bro start a new chapter in the history of the tag team division or nah? 
I mean, I mean, we're a bunch of RK bros here ourselves. So <laughs> I'm, a, I'm team rated RKO, so I want Edge versus Riddle for custody. We're just gonna have a, a custody <laughs> pay per view. Yeah. So Roman and Brock are fighting for Paul. Uh, Riddle and Edge are gonna fight for Randy. We'll find some more. There's got to be some more somewhere. <laughs> jury, they'll call the pay per view jury decision. Right. Jinder Mahal versus Drew McIntyre for custody of that freaking stupid ass sword. <laughs> oh, so much, so much. Yo, guys, also, just hitting on the, uh, we'll hit on the big uh, women's championship match first. The two of them, I should say, first for the Raw's women's championship. You had Charlotte Flair win again, beating Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley. Uh, by submission. Is there anything to Charlotte winning her 12th title or is this man, you people are running out of ideas. How do we feel about this win? Well, who else yeah. is going to win that? <laughs> He's sitting here throwing stones. Did you want a Nikki A.S.H. to be the champion any longer? <laughs> I want to show that the heroes are real. The first time we were real excited about that. Ray, freaking WrestleMania run, right? <laughs> they had no other option. It was just Charlotte. Now That's is it. this is raw? You know, until they do this draft, they do the shakeup. Is this a show that the Raw's women division is yeah. kind of cursed to? Charlotte. With the yeah. title until October, yeah, most definitely. they don't deserve a championship until then. She just does we'll the Lesnar, just bounces yeah. out. Fix it later. <laughs> Let her go to, on a nice vacation. Uh, vacation. She deserves it. Yeah, uh, and then they can bring some, you know, bring some talent over in October with the draft. No, this is where Becky should have been instead of marrying Bianca. But whatever. Yes, <laughs> they, they went with they went with Charlotte, and then I don't get it. Well, yeah, <laughs> why don't we? We could just hit on that right but away. I like, I like Charlotte. I want to be clear. Charlotte always makes sense as champion. So Definitely. of the three people, I'm glad that the only one who really looks or acts or feels like a champion won. But good. Number 12 for her shouts to her. But why don't we just hit on that right away? Becky Lynch makes her big, long anticipated return. I know the Sasha and Bianca Blair match went in different directions. Sasha's hurt, correct? Legitimately hurt. I think so. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Not you bring thing. it. You bring it, Carmella, and then you hear Becky Lynch's music. And let's be real, she did a very heel thing. She's like, "See you later, but Carmella, I'm winning this now." And she buries Bianca Belair, who the WWE has been growing and building so much, only for her to lose in 26 seconds. I think she was legitimately upset. They had a camera on her. I don't know if that was acting or not. Like. She looked sure upset. Was she had to have known. She it wasn't scribes. I mean, of course, but you know, like, wow, they really did this to me type of moment. I thought that's the vibe I got, but... Um, yeah, I see Hulk in Hogan. front of the crowd and shit. Yeah, for sure. Duran, what do you think of uh, Becky Lynch's big return and then burying the big star WWE had, which now is a mixed reception of her return? The whole thing was like a roller coaster ride for me because I didn't know. Like I, I'm pretty sure there was reports leading up to SummerSlam that one of them might be out, but I didn't know. I didn't know that going into the debut. I didn't so either. I was, that surprised I'm, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard that Sasha was there. I'm like, what? And then I heard Carmella, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> we knew it was that wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then Becky Lynch's music started playing. And I'm hype. I'm like, okay, we're about to get a match. We're about to get like a really good match, right? I'm still thinking Bianca's gonna win, or if Becky even wins, it's like a 20, 25 minute right. golden like 
five-star instant classic. Nope. Just like punch you in the face, manhandle, <laughs> slam one, two, three. Like Damn. Surprise. 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 <laughs> yeah, right? Never the crowd wasn't even man. messing with it that much. The crowd started booing. No, they said. hated it. Everyone hated it. Yeah, that's what, exactly. And AJ, what do you have? What do you think? I would love to hear your opinion on all this. I mean, I mean, Becky went full Hulk Hogan in this thing. Like, yeah, like yeah. Well, Hulk Hogan used to Hulk Hogan used to make them do it. I don't know if <laughs> Becky made them, so we won't go full Hulk Hogan. Yeah, like Ryan uh, said, she literally came in there and said, "Yeah, get out of here, buddy. Let me take care of this." It hit. Hit Bianca Belair right in the jaw and was like, you know what? This is my championship now. You can get out of here. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, and Becky. Something's very fishy with that. Like, what do you think about it, Ryan? Like, it's definitely the biggest shock of the night in two different ways. Very happy to see Becky yeah, it's back. It's the wrong but... match. Yeah. <laughs> it was wrong. <laughs> they just did it wrong. Sasha shouldn't have ever come back for that match. We already saw that match. Sasha should have been over on Raw. Fighting Charlotte. Yep. The fucking superhero shouldn't have been anywhere near SummerSlam. <laughs> or Money in the Bank, frankly. But whatever. Like, it, it, the matches should have been Charlotte, Sasha, Becky, Bianca. And real matches, not whatever the hell we got. And if she wasn't cleared to do that, either of them, Sasha or Becky, that's cool. Don't book the matches. Like, you have other people. But Bianca's the only person they've got right now that's not one of the four horsewomen. Yeah, that anyone cares about in the women's division, anyone, and I, I get people did cheer for Nikki, and I like Nikki Cross is fine. <laughs> Nikki Cross is fine. Nikki, whatever the hell this ASA is, is ridiculous. Almost superhero. So, almost right. Superhero. No one wants her to be champion though. Like she's fun to cheer, but like the Hurricane. No one wanted the Hurricane to be champion. <laughs> it was funny. Hurricane was funny, and that's what they liked him. And every once in a while, he'd get a weird win or he'd do something funny, he and that was rock. what they wanted. He did beat The Rock. And I said that do with, with Nikki. They would do like a, you know, she beat Charlotte. She beat The Rock oh, like one night and then would get destroyed and Charlotte went back, which is kind of what happened. But anyway, not the point. The point is they have literally four women. Bianca was the only person who even looked like the uh, a fifth option. Mm -hmm. So don't don't take the belt off of her because now she looks silly. Now she looks like less than these other four and they don't, they can't afford to have just these four women be the entire division, especially because Charlotte could leave at any time. Mm -hmm. hey, she's already shown. She's already made a, like a crap ton of money. She doesn't need to be in WWE. Sasha has already threatened to leave like three times. <laughs> Becky could get pregnant again, which is fine. She should. She should have a family. But I mean, like, you've got only four women. You have just four, which I know feels like a lot of women because they usually only have, like, one. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it's more than they're used to having. But oh, that four is a really small number of people that have to be the in charge of two whole shows worth of content. They had a fifth building, and they just decided to throw that away. And I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Becky could have, there could have been no match. They could have done just a, a segment. People still would have been super excited. Like Lesnar just walked out. Right. Yeah. Becky comes out, beats up Carmella, keep all that. That was wonderful. Like that's all Carmella is really good for right now anyway. <laughs> so just do it. Everyone cheers. Have her point. I know there's no WrestleMania's line, but you could point at the title. She could point <laughs> at whoever. 
point at a fan. doesn't matter. Just do a point. Everyone cheers and she walks away. Then we know what's going to happen. It's going to be Bianca and it's going to be Becky, but it's going to be a real match when Becky's ready for a real match. I have to assume Becky's not cleared for a real match. Because that was, if she was cleared to fight and they just said, ah, this is the best way to use Becky Lynch right now. Yeah. That's silly. With no official heel turn decision. either. I mean, it was right. funny looking. Like, I don't so. know who made that decision. Like, if they, if she was really ready to go and they're like, nah, don't, don't do it. We're just going to have you pin her one, two, three. Then that was ridiculous. But I, I'm assuming she's just not ready yet. And they're building up to her being able to come back for real, which is fine. But then don't give her the, don't make the champion if she's not ready to fight yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's like, uh, what, what's yeah, gone? Yeah. Especially because Bianca is, in every, Bianca is still the best part of WrestleMania. Still. Yep. They won that SB, which I know doesn't mean anything, but <laughs> it's mainstream attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was the wrong decision. It just doesn't make any sense why they would be like, yeah, we don't need Bianca to be champion anymore. No, you didn't need the effing superhero on your card. You could have made room for Becky without squashing Bianca. It's definitely going to make the uh, Raw uh, SmackDown very interesting this, uh, this upcoming Friday. But... Yeah, it's just that being said, I baffling. hope Nikki Cross goes back to normal and does very well. Just drops <laughs> here. Yeah, Sorry. Throw that in there. for all, some of the other remaining matches, you know, the boring ones. If I mean, uh, if you guys want to comment on these and they're fun in all various ways, whether it's your Alexa Bliss defeating Eva Marie or Damian Priest uh, defeating Sheamus to get that. Uh, United becoming States the title. national champion. Oh no, the national champion. Tiff- Tiffany Haddish elevated that title last night. Did you hear? The <laughs> national champion. Yes, Tiff- did see that. Tiffany yeah. Haddish said the national champion. So I think Damian Priest needs to increase in pay. He's the top billing. He's the national champion. Never had a national championship in WWE. Always SummerSlam when they have to <laughs> mess it up. Your SummerFest is too. Maybe, yeah, maybe national champion is the SummerFest thing. <laughs> but McIntyre defeating Jinder Mahal for his suit for his sword. The use of defeating the Mysterios again. Is there anything from these other remaining matches that really, uh, really you guys liked and enjoyed, or anything else like that? Also, Biggie defeating Damien, defeating uh, Baron Corbin. You know, someone is defeating a depressed man. I guess you need to uh, go you know, on top of that. that. It used to be the Eugene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like what's his character? What's what's Corbin's character now? Like he's just I depressed, he broke. Yeah, is he just broke a boy? Now? Yeah, he's yeah, a like, broke boy. Just a bum. Damn. I saw McIntyre face him, and McIntyre like in the middle of the match was like, "What? Do you need money for like a night? Do you need like a place to stay?" <laughs> and I, I was watching, and That's I'm like, a "What funny, am I actually. watching right now?" If like, everyone did that, <laughs> if everyone did that, that would make it funny. If the other rest, yeah. like, like really, just cut this. Like, Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, Jeez. I can give you a ride. To- I mean, like, let me, let me put gas in the car for you. We won't like, tell now. anyone. Like, yeah, he, uses exactly. his real- <laughs> he uses his real name, named Thomas P. Stock. Thomas, Tom, are you all right, Tommy? <laughs> Crazy. They do that. Thomas, you need a break. You need to go home. When they use the real names. <laughs> You know, it's even worse when they use the real names for uh, Triple H because it's not even his real name. <laughs> his oh, Hunter, right. his own name. They try to make it real, like Hunter. Like that's not that's not his name. All right, Paul. Call him Paul. Call him Paul. It's crazy. Paul Levesque. Baron Baron Corbin had an NFL career briefly. He was in there. 
<laughs> now this is well, what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Qu- this he was once signed by the Colts, and then uh, he briefly was he's on... He's a Cardinal, uh, too, right? Yeah, briefly on the Cardinals, too. Played at Northwest Missouri State. And he won a national championship in Division Two. So, but and now he's a huh. depressed on wrestling. Now he's depressed. Now he's depressed. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go on his Instagram, he's cooking like gourmet steaks, and I'm like, what <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? I thought you were, doing? I thought you were poor, bro. Yeah, <laughs> cashing his money in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> spent it all on the meat. Yo. Spent it all on food. Uh, I'd be cool if they took the sword away from Drew McIntyre forever. <laughs> forever. Just have one more match where he does the Braveheart body. I'll paint. cheer. I'll cheer Jinder Mahal if that's the, if that's the stipulation. If Jinder Mahal is gonna melt the sword down, I want I want Jinder Mahal to win the match. When he threatens Jinder Mahal with a sword, like, what are you going to do? What's going to happen? That's a murder. Like, what are you going to do? Take you in the back. What's going on here? Something goes wrong. Drew, what are you doing? As another another case of murder. Out of the ring? Like, what is he going to do? They're going to have a lightsaber battle. Jinder comes out with a sword. I'm turning off my television. (laughs) <laughs> you about to say something, Ryan? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh no, I, yeah, I said it's better than his air guitar, I guess. But um, <laughs> I just, couldn't even bring that up in the feud. <laughs> they're both former champions, so you know what? Everyone gave them a hard time. Dude, the air guitar oh, led places, stupid, but um, dude. no, the sword is stupid. The whole character is stupid. He was the face of their company the entire <laughs> pandemic, and now he's telling fairy tales and he's got a sword named Angela. Like, all right, Xavier Woods of the New Day named an inanimate object. And it works for him, but that's the new day. It's very different. <laughs> world champion Drew McIntyre. I mean, I love Xavier Woods, but he's not world champion Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> They've never built an entire year's worth of the company around Xavier Woods or any member of the new day. The closest they got was like six months for Kofi before they squashed him like they did Bianca. But yeah. like Drew McIntyre got a year as the champion. And now he's running around with a sword named Angela telling stories about, you know, dropkicking Nessie. What is going on? <laughs> just just fire it. Seriously. If this is the best they can do, just fire it. Send him to AEW. Right. Yeah. Or Impact or New <laughs> Japan. Anywhere. He's way better than Nessie's stories and Angela the sword. So, honestly, if I were him, I'd be like, you know what? I know you guys are big into saving money right now, firing all of the good wrestlers. Count me as one of those wrestlers. I'll go tomorrow. Someone mm-hmm. will hire me. And they sure as hell are not going to make me carry a giant-ass effing sword around. Like, it's, he's, it's so stupid. Oh, my God. Picking Nessie. <laughs> Honestly, if I had to pick, I'd rather have the fucking superhero. Than the <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Because at least superhero could be funny. Like, I get not as world champion. But outside of the championship could be a funny thing to, like, you know, to do it like the hurricane, like what's up with that? All that stuff. Like they can make that funny, but there's nothing that will make Angela funny. I, maybe if you decapitate someone by accident, that might get a chuckle oh. out of me. But that'd be bad. Obviously, that'd be very bad, and he, you know there'd be a big lawsuit. But I'm just saying, only if it horribly backfired would the Angela thing be funny. And wow. even then, it wouldn't be really funny. It'd be like, oh my god, did you see what happened? It'd be viral more than funny. Mm-hmm. Like, god. there's nothing redeeming. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing redeeming about the Drew McIntyre character. I almost want him to lose. 
almost. <laughs> but I feel like he would have brought the sword out quicker if he had lost. So spare us that, I guess. But please, I'm sorry. I feel bad for the other matches because I couldn't care less about them. But I <laughs> actively didn't like Drew McIntyre. Fair time, enough. So. Fair enough. <laughs> The passion, Ryan's voice. <laughs> Hate it. Hate it so out. much. Forever. I don't watch it. I turn it off. <laughs> I haven't watched but it. Oh, God, there much. goes Ginger's head. <laughs> well, right, so that would get my attention. Oh, so I right, man. which is why I said it. But it wouldn't be good. Be they bad. and they won't even use it for like to promote heels, which by the way is apparently amazing. Got a ninety-five on Rotten Tomatoes. Drew McIntyre and heels. The movie heel, the TV series, the stars yeah. TV series. Seeing heels. No, I'm, no, there's, he's not. CM Punk is allegedly, oh, okay. which we'll get to very shortly. But they can't even use that as a promo for that. And yeah, that's um, well, wrestling is uh, always going to make us laugh at the end of the day, <laughs> except for when it makes us angry. <laughs> but we weren't angry this past Friday, and for the first time, we're going to hit on some AW for this podcast. So. Big story on Friday night, 10 p.m. It was rumored after a seven-year hiatus, CM Punk goes back into the ring, not for WWE, but for all elite wrestling. CM Punk goes back in, huge pop out in Chicago, does a killer promo, and now we have him Go, and now we have something to look forward to as he's going to be going against Darby Allen in the next event, which is remind me guys one more time. What's that next event at um, all out the all, next out. all out, which is going to be on September 5th. So how do we feel? What are, what's going on in our minds, guys, that it finally happened? I'll go give it to the floor. What do you guys think of CM Punk's return? And what do you think of his promo and challenge to Darby Allen? Tears of joy, honestly. Tears. That one guy joy. actually did cry. Did you see that? I don't know yeah. There's one guy who actually cried. Uh, it's real to me, scary. damn it. <laughs> he's from Chicago. I don't know about the whole accent thing, but uh, yeah. Also, he's getting a lot of free stuff now because the internet made fun of him so much. Oh, a bunch of wrestlers are giving him free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's a tweet. Hey, well, man. Well, what a perfect way to come back, though, right? Like in his hometown. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, he was never coming back anywhere but Chicago. I mean. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, though. Yeah, it was. So do you feel did you feel for a second when he was sitting down? Would we have a pipe bomb type of promo or was it a pipe bomb or he was just speaking in his mind? And uh, who was he angry at? He's not angry anymore, right? It's been seven years. If he's still angry, that'd be horrible. He's the <laughs> therapist. Yeah, right. Well, the, the pipe bomb, he was supposedly, obviously, give or take how much of it was scripted and how much of it wasn't. But he was angry. It was supposed to be airing of grievances about WWE. He just got to AEW. If he dropped the pipe bomb on AEW, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been something else. But like, I've been back here for a total of 20 minutes. And let me tell you, not all is well. Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> what is there to say? Like, uh, just leave but, the building. Right. Yeah. You can back out, out, probably. But um, no, but it was a really good promo. And I think he is probably just going to do a bunch of these, like, matches with people under 30. Yeah. Darby Allen's 28. Yeah, just keep doing them. And there's a bunch. That's the benefit of AEW is because it was all uh, indie performers for the most part that got signed. And most, a lot of them are really young. Yeah, a lot of young talent. So like, you know, Jungle Boy, MJF, uh, 
obviously Darby Allen, uh, Hangman Page is only like 30. So there's a lot of really young wrestlers. So if that's what he's looking to do, it seems like that's that's his plan is to just kind of show up, have these matches with younger wrestlers. Put people over. Yeah. But then, I know I, I like what AEW is doing with that. Like they're like in general. a bunch of veterans around like their young talent to put them over. Like they have yeah, I mean, CM Punk, you know? Yeah, well, Christian is fighting an older wrestler. I mean, Kenny Omega is not quite as popular in terms of mainstream because he was in Japan, but he's not a young guy. But yeah, they have like, I don't even know the name of the person that John Moxley is fighting. And John, John Moxley is my favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. But I know he's young as hell. <laughs> um, and they did it because, I mean, he, they had the match on the show, but that's exactly why they're doing it is they want to have these young wrestlers fight more established people. And, yeah. And, and not defend on, not depend on nostalgia like a WWE does. Like these are legitimate new stars to enjoy. Well, stars, yeah. you know, give or take on the word stars. Mm-hmm. In, fairness. in fairness, like you call them stars. And if you're an AW fan, absolutely. But I don't right. think, I don't think jungle boy is going to get stopped walking down the street. outside mm-hmm. of maybe, Outside of maybe Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville is the one place but yeah so CM Punk's here it shows that anything's possible now with CM Punk's return what do you guys think this means for WWE like do they legitimately need to now have a good product because now some people maybe casual fans who weren't into wrestling they gave up when CM Punk left they come back to be AW fans or now all those new heads are going to a new product that maybe treat their stars a certain way. Do you think the return of CM Punk has any major influence on WWE or any promotion really to step up? But for the turn, for the stake of the mainstream in this country, what do you think it means for WWE that, you know, the big stars now on the other team after a long hiatus too? Hey, they got Gageberg. I think they're, they're, they're sitting pretty in their mind. <clears throat> Seriously. I don't think this changes anything. <laughs> Roman Reigns, they're going to continue to tell that story, which is a great story to tell, in fairness. And that's it. I mean, I, <laughs> they don't have another story. They're getting rid of NXT. Um, yeah, how about, what do you guys think about that? They're getting rid of NXT? They are rebranding NXT. Um, wow. NXT, I think, is going to go back to a developmental program like it was before. So wrestlers that nobody knows younger wrestlers that they're developing. And I mean, there's a place for that, but probably not an hour on primetime TV. Um, yeah. But they're going to leave that, which is a big reason why a lot of these, allegedly why a lot of these people have been cut as they're older, they're more indie style anyway. And if they're not going to be on the main roster, some of them are, we saw Finn, they sent the lifeboat to rescue Finn Balor mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so they're going to probably do that for a few more people if they're willing. Adam Cole is probably one of those people. If he wants to resign, yeah, he'll get, he'll get some to. Some people think he'll leave. He might. I mean, like I said, NXT's done. They're going to gut that thing. According to, and this is not even me being like extra. It's according <laughs> to the the president of WWE, <laughs> Nick Khan, has basically said this. So, yeah, they they don't see any problem with the product that they're putting out. This is more like, hey, good for you type of situation. I think I think what that means for like major audiences is that now you just got more options. You know what I mean? Like for us, mm-hmm. if WWE is not doing it for us and we're just like, you know what? I, I, there's no wrestlers on here that we're interested in. 
we can switch the channel now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the day, they used to have that with WCW and WWF, but now that means WWF needs to put out better content now if they want to keep it up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to fight each other over this, though. Like, they did. Like, I, don't, I don't really know why. They didn't have to because they were putting on different shows. Mm. I think maybe it's just too. the nature of TV. I think yeah. now you then, now you can watch everything. But the way it is, you can now. watch everything. You know, whenever you want on streamers and stuff. Like I honestly think WWE is like okay. If you like the flippy stuff, go watch them, and then come watch us when you're done. Like I think <laughs> they're they're but they're definitely going back to you know a world where most of their wrestlers are big, uh, you know, big bodybuilder types, which. Ever. A lot of people really like that. I like it to an extent too, but it's just not, it's very weird. They, I thought they were on the right path of being like a one-stop shop when the, with the way they did NXT, when they revamped it the first time to be like a real brand. And they seem to have decided against that. Well, again, that's why it's going to be an interesting fall of wrestling. See how these stories pan out, seeing who's going to fight who, where this winds up. And again, the next time we do these shows will be SummerSlam out down in November. Whether it's the rumors of The Rock coming, making an appearance then, or whether it's Lesnar takes it off. That's what I'm going with. (laughs) Return to Nicholas. If, um, I don't know, name this out of the or Karrion Cross is now good. There's lots of ways to go. Or the turkey. The Thanksgiving <laughs> gobbledygooker. Gobbledygooker yeah. makes it. Oh, gobbledygooker is on AEW now. <laughs> actually, that's not even a joke. He doesn't obviously wrestle as a giant effing turkey, but he is mm-hmm. actually signed to AEW, I believe. <laughs> and the, this the last thing, too. Also, they have that big event out in Arthur Ashe Stadium down in Queens by City Field, September 22nd. That's, that's cool. They're doing that more now because they did uh, Rolling Loud. They had yeah. that match there. And apparently they're going to do a lot more of that, like festival shows and like mm-hmm. these kind of like off-site kind of shows too. Not even just like one-off matches. Like apparently they're going to try and do like shows. Like there's a world where you get like you know Monday Night Raw from like Coachella, Wala Palooza or something. Yeah. yeah, SmackDown Coachella or NXT Coachella. You know, what like, I mean? like you said, they did it in Rolling cool. Loud. Yeah, yeah. So they should definitely continue that. It's the one good thing that I've been hearing recently. They fired all of our favorite wrestlers, but they are going to be doing some really cool venues. So do you still think that Daniel Bryan, a.k.a. well now Bryan Danielson will be uh, making his return for that AEW matchup on the 22nd? Is he going to tag team with CM Punk? I think so. Yeah. But, you know, the first official, like if they do the show and like, you know, once they have the official announcement, but yes, I think that is the plan. Any excitement to see that Daniel Bryan returning there? They can do that song, but not the WWE version. What's the, 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 the fight of the, not the fight of the, fight of the Valkyrie. Yeah. You could do a, another version of that. Maybe well, he's going to go with final countdown. If that, that was, was his indie scene. That was his indie scene. The year by the band Europe. Yeah. By Europe. The, <laughs> That's awesome. The final. I mean, Nick Khan is uh, Nick Khan. Wow. Tony Khan's just paying money for songs at this point. So I don't yeah, see he, why he wouldn't buy that one. He saves money he cutting li- Tebow. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, Tim. Okay. I got to buy the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably legitimately the salary. He was paying I mean, for. Daniel Bryan's going to provide him more worth than <laughs> Tebow ever would. So uh, no offense to Tim Tebow, but <laughs> financially speaking. Oh, 
But yeah, guys, I, all in all, it's there's a lot to look forward to wrestling. Does anyone have any final words regarding this past SummerSlam or what to be looking forward to with uh, Survivor Series? Any other final thoughts? I just I can't wait to see what Rollins does, and I can't wait to see what AEW does going forward, you know? Yeah, there's going to be a lot to look forward to with that, man. Shit's going to get real. And we're definitely going to have you all enjoy it. And we're going to cover it with you the whole way. But with that, another successful show in the books. Shouts to another good SummerSlam in the books. And I'll see my guys once again very soon with Survivor Series or heck. If there's any other big event before that, we could do an emergency show. But again, that's Ryan Page, Anthony Fernandez, Deron Davis. Thank you, gentlemen, for another epic conversation. And I'll see you all very soon. Anytime. See you guys. All right. See you guys. See you. Bravo, gentlemen. Great job. Deron Davis, Ryan Pays, Anthony Fernandez. I cannot thank you guys enough for taking the time and coming on to talk SummerSlam with me. Always a great time with my wrestling crew. And it's always a great time entertaining you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world. Thank you for making this possible. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at Prod Convo Pod. And don't forget, check out, don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. We're back on Thursday with my buddy Louie, the first in-studio guest since December of 2020. So we are definitely in a, going to take a step in the right direction to end this pandemic. And me and him have an epic conversation in person at this beautiful studio studio known as the productive conversations podcast studio then we're back again after that a week from today we are having the 100th episode of the productive conversations podcast who is the special guest for that well it's going to be a special surprise that you will all be happy that took place so be aware and be in tune for that because it is an epic 100th episode it seriously is and then we have many more shows after that as we continue this journey known as the productive conversations podcast and thank you again for my fans and listeners for making this all possible i love you all and we will continue to make epic content for you and if you want to check out some more memories go to our youtube page Productive Conversations Podcast, type that in the search bar. And we have five best of videos, five videos of classic moments for the from the first 100 episodes of this podcast with lots of lessons, laughs, loves, and great stories throughout. You will definitely all enjoy that. So I highly recommend go to our YouTube page to check out those five videos of classic moments. And we have more classic moments to get to and more stories to tell as we continue to grow this podcast. And thank you once again for the audience for making it possible. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. And I'll see you all on Thursday. Have an amazing week until then. Make big moves, everybody. Peace.